just wanted to read you the story of Cinderella real quick. So this is when, if you ever need to hear a story at night and you can't talk to me, you can always open these and listen to them. So this is the story of Cinderella, and these are bedtime stories for Abby. Once upon a time, a girl named Cinderella lived with her stepmother and two stepsisters. Poor Cinderella had to work hard all day so the others could rest. It was she who had to wake up each morning when it was still dark and cold to start the fire. It was she who cooked the meals. It was she who kept the the fire going. Poor girl could not stay clean from all the ashes and cinders by the fire. What a mess, her two sisters laughed. And that is why they called her Cinderella. One day, big news came to town. The king and queen were going to have a ball. It was time for the prince to find a bride. All of the young ladies in the land were invited to come. They were wild with joy. They could wear their most beautiful gown and fix their hair extra nice. Maybe the prince would like them. At Cinderella's house, she now had extra work to do. She had to make two brand new gowns for the stepsisters. Faster, shouted one of the stepsisters. You call that a dress? Screamed the other. Oh dear, said Cinderella. When can I? Then suddenly the stepmother marched in. When can you what? Well, said the girl. When will I have time to make my own dress? You, yelled the stepmother. Who said you were going to the ball? What a laugh, said one stepsister. Such a mess. They pointed Cinderella and they all began to laugh. Cinderella said to herself, when they look at me, maybe they'll see a mess, but I'm not going that way. And if I could, I would go to the ball. Soon the time came for the stepmother and stepsisters to leave for the big party. Their fine carriage came to the door The stepmother and stepsisters hopped inside and off they went. Goodbye, yelled Cinderella. Have a good time. But her stepmother and stepsisters did not even take the time to turn around and acknowledge her. Oh, poor me, said Cinderella sadly. The carriage rode down the street and she said aloud, I wish I could go to the ball too. That's my only wish. Then poof, magically out of nowhere, all of a sudden in front of her eyes was a fairy godmother. You called, said the fairy godmother. Confused, Cinderella looked at her and said, Did I? Who are you? Why, I'm your fairy godmother, of course. I know your wishes, and I'm here to grant them. But Cinderella said, My wish, my wish is impossible. Excuse me, said the fairy godmother in a huff. Did I not show up out of thin air, and you're saying something is impossible? Well, yes, you did, said Cinderella. Then let me be the one to prove it's possible or not. Well, I think you know I want to go to the ball too. She looked at her dirty clothes, but look at me. You do look a bit of a mess, child, said the fairy godmother. Even if I had something nice to wear, said the girl, I would have no way to get there. Dear me, I said all things are possible. With that, she tapped her wand on Cinderella's head. At once, Cinderella was clean. She was dressed in a beautiful blue gown. Her hair was set up high on her head inside a golden band. This is wonderful, said Cinderella. Who said I was done, said the fairy godmother. She tapped her wand again, 
at once a beautiful carriage came to be with a driver and four beautiful white horses. Am I dreaming, said Cinderella, looking around her. Is it as real as real can be, said the fairy godmother, but there is one thing you must know. What's that, she said. All this lasts only until midnight. Tonight at the strike of midnight, it will all be over. Everything will go back to the way it was. Then I must be sure to leave the ball before midnight, Cinderella said. That's a great idea, said the fairy godmother as she stepped back. My work is done for now, and with that, the fairy godmother was gone. Cinderella looked around. What it just happened? But there she stood in a fine gown with a golden band in her hair, and there was the driver and four horses waiting for her. Are you coming, yelled the driver. Come on, hop in. She stepped towards the court, the carriage, stepped inside, and they were off. Over at the ball, the prince did not know what to think. Why do you have a sad look on your face, said the queen. Look around you. You could not ask for more finer maidens than these. I know, mother, said the prince, yet he knew something was wrong. <clears throat> he had met many young women, yet after he said hello one by one, he had nothing more to say. Look, someone pointed at the front door. Who is that? All heads turned. Who is that lovely maiden stepping down from the stairs? She held her head tall and looked as if she belonged there, but no one knew who she was. There's something about her, said the prince to himself. I must dance with her. I must go talk to her. And then he walked over to Cinderella. Have we met, said the prince. I'm pleased to meet you now, said Cinderella with a bow. I feel as if we already know you, said the prince. But of course, that has to be impossible. Cinderella looked at him and smiled. Many things are possible if you wish them to be true. The prince felt a leap in his heart. He and Cinderella danced. They danced all night, looking into each other's eyes and just enjoying each other. When the song was over, they danced again. Same emotional feelings, same connection. They danced again and again. Soon the maidens at the ball were all jealous. Why is he dancing with her all the time, they said. How rude. But the prince could not see, but all the prince could see was Cinderella. They laughed and they talked, they danced, they danced all night. In fact, they danced so long that Cinderella didn't have a chance to look at the clock. Dong read the clock. Cinderella looked up. Dong read the clock again. She looked up again and she cried, oh my god, it's almost midnight. Dong read the clock. What does that matter, said the prince. Dong went the clock again. I'm sorry, said Cinderella, but I must go. Dong read the clock. I'm sorry, went the clock. But we just met, said the prince. Why are you leaving now? Please don't go. A final dong rang on the clock. I must go now, said Cinderella. She ran up the steps and she was gone. Dong said the clock again. I can't hear you, said the prince. The clock is too loud. Goodbye, said Cinderella as she ran up the stairs and ran out of sight. Please, please stop for a moment, said the prince. Please don't leave me. Oh dear, she said as one glass slipper fell off from her foot on the stairs, but Cinderella kept running anyways. Please, said the prince. Please don't leave me. I don't even know where you live, please. 
Goodbye, Cinderella, yet one last time as she ran out the door. Just then, the clock went silent. It was midnight. Wait, called the prince. He picked up her glass slipper and rushed to the door. He looked around but did not see her blue dress anywhere. All that was left of her was her glass slipper. He saw it. <clears throat> it was made in a very special way to fit a, put, to fit a foot like no other. Somewhere there is another glass slipper, he said. And when I find it, I will find her too. Then I will ask her to be my bride. From hut to hut, from house to house, castle to castle, the prince went. One young woman after another tried to fit on the, on the shoe, but none could fit, and the prince moved on. At last, the prince came to Cinderella's house. He's coming, he's coming, yelled one of the stepsisters as she looked out the window. At the door, screamed the other sister. Quick, yelled the stepmother, get ready. One of you must be able to fit in the shoe, no matter what, your foot has to fit. The prince knocked on the door. The stepmother flew open the door. Come in, she said. I have two lovely daughters for you to see. The first stepdaughter tried to place her shoe in the glass slipper. She tried really hard, but it just wouldn't fit. The second stepsister tried to do the same. She tried and she tried with all her might, but it didn't work. Are there any other young women in the house, said the prince. No, said the stepmother angrily. Then I'm sorry, I must go. I must go find my Cinderella. Maybe there is one more, said Cinderella as she stepped into the room. I thought you said there were no young women, said the prince to the stepmother. None who matter, she said with a hiss. Come here, said the prince. Cinderella stepped down the stairs to him. The prince got down on one knee and tried the glass slipper on her foot. It fits perfect. Then from the pocket, Cinderella took something out of, out of her um, pocket. It was the other glass slipper. I knew it, he cried with tears. You're the one. What, shouted the stepsister. Not her. This can't be, yelled the stepmother. But it was too late. The prince knew that he had found his Cinderella. When he looked into her eyes, that connection was there. He did not see the cedars in her hair or the ashes on her face. I found you, he said. And I have found you, said Cinderella. And so Cinderella and the prince were married, and they lived happily ever after. Good night, Mama. I hope you sleep good after reading this story to you. I hope that one day I can bring your prince charming and you can be my Cinderella. I'll never give up looking for you. Good night, I love you.